Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast with Bryce Johnson. It's a show that unpacks sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. Enjoy inspiring conversations and thought-provoking interviews. You'll hear stories from people that will inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Now, from the Unpacking It studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, uniting sports fans everywhere, here is Bryce Johnson. And joining us now is former wide receiver Jeremy Kelly. He played his college football at Maine and professionally in the NFL, the Canadian League, and the Arena League. He spent time with the Colts, Broncos, and Bears, and he retired from playing in 2016. He is now the Buffalo Bills alumni manager. He joins us to talk faith, football, and life. Jeremy, thanks so much for joining us. How are you? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, we got to start with uh, with the Bills. And, and so I'm curious, what is the feeling <laughs> like up in Buffalo? What are your thoughts on the upcoming season? Listen, uh, I think everybody, if you're, a, if you're an NFL fan, you're familiar with the Buffalo Bills fans. And let's just, uh, to put it simply, the city is buzzing. Ooh. There's been a lot of growth. There's been a lot of change around the organization, on the roster. And so right now, uh, I think this is probably the most optimistic this city has been during a preseason uh, heading into this year. So we're excited, man. We're excited. We got a great group of guys in the building. The culture is vibrant. The culture is strong. And I think it's a winning one. So we're we're looking forward to this year, man, and, and looking forward to getting it done. Wow. Well, is there a, a player or offense, defense that, that you're most intrigued by or maybe that, that's creating the most buzz? You know what, and, and this may come off as cliche, but I'm excited to see Ed Oliver go. I mean, I, I had yeah, we that cat is. Uh, I mean, he's built like a fire hydrant, and he's tough, man. He he, he you know, his size is really unassuming, um, but he had a heck of a preseason from from what I have been told. And anytime you get a guy like that that comes in with the attitude that he has, he's kind of a what you see is what you get. As you said, I'm the alumni manager, and I had the, the pleasure of introducing all-pro linebacker Daryl Talley to Ed. And after Daryl's first encounter, he walked away and said, yeah, I like that kid. So <laughs> I take his word over a lot of people. <laughs> so I'm really intrigued and excited to see him go to work this year. Uh, that That's awesome. He, he's going to be great, a, a rookie, of course, uh, out of Houston. So uh, going to be an impact player right away, they they hope and expect, and uh it should be fun. So it's going to be a great season. And, and Jeremy, so uh, we're talking with Jeremy Kelly here on Unpacking It. Really want to hear about your story because I, I find it fascinating just, just reading about you and, and want to share kind of what you went through and, and what you experienced in your, your career uh, with our audience today. And so you spent time on 10 different teams in four different leagues <laughs> in six years. So, so, so first off, what was your favorite stop along the way, and, and what was the toughest spot or toughest stop along the way? I'll tell you what, man, I'm, I always enjoy sharing my story, man. Um, we certainly don't have time to go into the depths of it all, and, and, and I'm surprised that you're this desperate to hear my story. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. No, I'm kidding. Um, we, you know, it was – for the longest time, man, I was convinced God didn't want me to play football somewhere warm. I can tell you that. Uh, <laughs> I went from from Buffalo to Maine to Canada, you know, and uh, it was it was quite the journey, man. But I was so thankful 
since a young kid, I, I knew what I wanted to do. You know, I know some people say that, but I really knew what I wanted to do. And I was fortunate enough to get that opportunity um, with a lot of hard work and sacrifice and, and all the things that not everybody is willing to give up, I put forth. But uh, my favorite spot, if I, had to, if I had to chalk it up in one place, I really enjoyed Indianapolis with the Colts organization. It's top-notch, first-class place to be. I mean, it's the Midwest, right? Everybody's friendly out there, so it makes it easy for you. But there, there, that's not to take anything away from, from other organizations. You know, every, every stop that I made, I had a tremendous time. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the Canadian Football League with oh, that being did. my first experience, man. Really, really enjoyed my time there. For me, it was convenient. I played for the Hamilton Tiger Cats, which is located one hour from my home here in Buffalo, New York. So I could come back back and forth as I wanted to. It was really easy for me to make that commute. Uh, but I also really valued uh, the Arena Football League. And, uh, and you know what? I can say this, too. Salt Lake City, I played for the Utah Blaze, and Salt Lake City was probably one of my favorite experiences um, as well. I had never been out west. I think, I think when the football ops director picked me up from the airport, I, I, I can't even remember our conversation because my head was outside looking at the, the, the mountains. <laughs> I had never seen mountains like that. You know, really, it's really flat over here in western New York. So um, being, being out that way and, and, and all that rugged terrain, man, was incredible to me. So, uh, but we had a great team. We had a really, really record-breaking year with a phenomenal nucleus of players and guys that I've, I would, I could probably say are some of my closest friends to this day. Oh, man. So, um, you know, at, the, at, at that level in the arena football league, you know, you're, you're, you're playing for not much money, playing more so for the opportunity at the next level. You know, at that point in my career, I hadn't sniffed an NFL roster or, or, or a contract at that point. So I was, um, you're there with a lot of people searching and going after the same things. And so you kind of, you're just thugging it out. You know, you're not making hundreds of thousands or even thousands, really. You just kind of a couple hundred bucks a week to play some ball and do what you have to do to get some film. So you value that time. And, and looking back throughout all those teams and all that moving around and being a journeyman, um, you know, those two places really stick out to me, man. But uh, it, yeah. it all was really valued. Well, so so here you are, you're, you know, playing in the Arena League or the Canadian League, and the dream is to – to get to the NFL and, and to, to make a roster. And so how do you balance kind of your, your mindset during that time? You mentioned, hey, you know, you're surrounded by other guys that are trying to make it too. You're in the Arena League in, in Utah. The, the idea that you want to be thankful and content where you are and make the most of you know, where you're playing, but also deep down wanting to get to that next level. Because I think a lot of people can relate to that regardless of what the, the job or career is. There, there's that, that next level that you hope to get to, but you, you got to make the most of where you're at. So what was your approach to that when you were going through that? No question, no question. You know, for me, man, I mean, that was the fuel to the fire. That was it. That was the hunger, man. And that was, you know, I always kind of operated off my own, my own little gem that I held on to. And I still, to this day, it, I, call, I call it my VIP, hmm. my vision, my intent, and my purpose. Hmm. And, and I knew what my vision was, man. I knew where I was going. I knew where I could play at. Um, so every day I woke up and I worked with intent to fulfill my purpose. And, and I, I believe that it was to get my opportunity to play in the NFL and to leverage that platform to do bigger and better things. But those are the three things that I went with every day. Mm. And it didn't matter where I was playing at. At the end of the day, it's football. It's football, right? You can only draw up a play so many times. You can only run a slant so many ways. So it doesn't matter how big or small the field. When you show up, you got to perform. And so I tried to do so, man. And, um, and, and I had no question in my abilities. 
um, at that point early on, especially, you know, coming out, I was, uh, that was the year of the lockout. That was 2011. Yeah. And so I had an extended period to train coming out into my draft year there to where I was, man, I, I was in peak shape when I did my pro day and at 225 running fast as I could. Well, by the time that lockout ended, I was 241 pounds oh. running the same speed. Man. And so I went to Canada and when I went to Canada, you know, I was, I was probably top of my game, the best I had ever been in physical shape, um, um, from a skill set as well, uh, from a confidence and a mentality level. So um, it was pretty unwavering at that point, mm. you know. But uh, as we all know, you know, there's, there's ups and downs, there's twists and turns along the way. And so um, you have to do your best in maintaining that. And that's one of the things that I've learned from, from you know, older guys, I guess I could say, and certain players that I've been in the rooms with, the guy that can stay consistent, the guy that can be even keeled throughout it all, it doesn't matter what's going on in the game, the guy that can show up in the highs and lows is the guy that's going to be around the longest. That's strong. Jeremy Kelly, our guest right now on Unpacking It, former wide receiver, uh, played on 10 different teams in four different leagues in six years and now works with the Buffalo Bills as their alumni manager. And so as you look back at your journey during those, those six years of playing, in, in what ways did, did God grow your faith and, and develop your character through the challenges? Because you've, you've given a, a great perspective on, on kind of the positive approach to it, but in those tough days, in those challenges, how did God really work in you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he certainly taught me patience, that's for sure, man. <laughs> that's for sure, right? I, mean, it. I I like to say I took the road less traveled, right? I mean, you, you kind of had to, I had to go um, – around a bend just to get to where I wanted to be. And so, you know, we all want what we want now. We all want it now. We all think we're ready for it now. And and to be quite honest, I'm not sure that if I had received it at that point, I would have been ready mm. or I would have been able to really appreciate it the way that I eventually did. And along with, you know, being away from family and being away from and being in different environments, um, you know, it, it always helps we're very fortunate as athletes to have a locker room mm-hmm. and to have people that are working in our own accord, because there's a lot of folks out there that are, you know, take jobs in different cities away from their families. They're by themselves. We have teammates, we have confidants, we have guys who we can identify with, but even that only takes you so far, you know, you come home to empty hotel rooms and again, you're not in your home church or whatever it may be that offers, you know, a chance to stray away. It offers a lot of chance for temptation and other things that to creep in um, into spare time. And so you really have to grab on to, to, to the people that you know are going to steer you in the right direction. And uh, I tried to do that. I mm. tried to do that. And fortunately enough, I had, I, was, I had really good, strong Christian teammates in a lot of those places, man, that, which, again, I think uh, led to the closeness of the relationships that we had. Yeah. Um, and, and, and again, we were all going through the same thing. So we understood what was going on, but, uh, that was a key trying to find a, trying to find, I guess, that fellowship and then trying to hold on to that, uh, and go to church together, whether it be Bible studies with, uh, on day after game, whether it be the morning of the game, you know, prayer meetings before the game, all those things, uh, were huge when you're bouncing around like I was. Man, so so neat to hear. Jeremy Kelly, our guest right now on Unpacking It, former wide receiver in the NFL and, and now working with the Buffalo Bills. As you look back again at those, those six years, how do you feel that experience prepared you for what you're doing now, for, for you to, to become 
uh, involved with the alumni and, and be a part of an organization like the Buffalo Bills? Man, it was integral. It was it was so necessary, and I'm so thankful because you know everybody has a story, and, and there's certainly been a lot of guys. I'm not the first guy to have a um, a professional football experience. I don't really call it much of a career, but I, I refer to it as an experience like hmm. that. I won't be the last one, you know. But I was able to experience a lot of transitions um, and able to experience a lot of things that allow me to pay it forward to those that are to come. Uh, and to allow me to operate in the space that I'm in now, which is uh, uh, alumni and, uh, and overseeing what we call our legends engagement here with the Buffalo Bills. And so uh, essentially the way I look at it is um, former player engagement. You know, every NFL team has what they call a director of player engagement who handles the 53 that are on the roster, right, managing those employees, managing those players, managing their personalities and anything that they need to succeed on the field. Well, I take that approach with our alumni mm. any buffalo bill that's ever suited up wore red white and blue we try to celebrate them we try to support them we try to educate and we try to engage mm. and uh you know once you once you leave the game i mean you know people don't realize now you see you gotta get cut that's 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 somebody that just got fired that that's has right. a family that has children that has you know and so they get a trash bag and, and their cleats in it and that's it you're out the door mm. you know so now we try to offboard and, and we established a process where we are engaged with them to try to make that transition as seamless as possible once they do call it a career and move them into their next chapter of life and give them the tools and the resources that are provided through the NFLPA or through the NFL as a league and to help them make that transition seamless. Hmm. And that's what we do. Man, yeah. well, no, that's, that's so neat. And, and I think a lot of people, you know, we think all oh, the big-time players that, that are former you know, players, and those are the ones that get honored at, at halftime of games and all that sort of thing. Right, right. But, but there's so many other guys that, you know, that was their their life, their identity, and, and now they're trying to, you know, figure out what's next in life and, and struggling with those transitions like you mentioned. And so what are some of those, I don't know, practical ways, some of those stories that, that maybe you can share with, with kind of what what your job is, is really like and, and day-to-day what, what that looks like for you? Yeah, I think you, 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 you said it uh, great right there when you used the word identity, right? So many guys, I mean, we are, <clears throat> I use the acronym RISE. We're recruited, we're insulated, we're supported, and we're empowered in this sports realm of what we do. And for a lot of guys that play at this level, which is less than 1%, mm. um, I mean, it's less than 27,000 to ever suit up and play in the National Football League. Wow. I mean, think about that, yeah. right? And so when you have this group of guys, and majority of them guys have probably been you know, with exception to somebody like me, I, I kind of worked my way into that, that category. I really had to put in some time. I wasn't always the most talented, but I was certainly one of the hardest workers in the room. But most of these guys that get to that level are uber talented and have an ability that they are favored their entire life. Mm. And they are coddled and they are um, they're led uh, and, and taken care of. And so you get to a point now where, you might have a 22-year-old rookie that comes into the NFL that may have never flown on a plane by himself because he's always been on a charter flight with a team or been hmm. with somebody on a recruiting trip or whatever it may be. People don't realize those things. Yeah. As an identity, as it pertains to the man and his mentality, and now when he steps outside the game and he's got to book his own doctor's appointments or whatever it may <laughs> be and other, other things that come along with regular life, he doesn't necessarily have the know-how. Now, that's not everybody. Those are extreme examples, but yeah. it's... It, those are examples that are very, very real. Mm. Um, and so we we do everything from 
offer continuing education programs uh, to dire need circumstances, you know, guys that get into whether it be a financial struggle or whatever it may be. And those are far and few between. I can, I can tell you the truth, man, Bryce. There's, there are more guys doing great and successful things in business and, and charities, foundations out there than awesome. the you know, few cases that we see come across the ESPN ticker every year. And, yeah. and we try to highlight those things. And we want to change that narrative because it really is a disservice to our players. Mm. Our guys are – they're making impacts out there. But, you know, the media outlets and whatnot, they like the juicy stuff, man. And so – we do our absolute most to celebrate these guys and to, and to highlight their efforts um, and the things that they do as former NFL players because it, it uh, they deserve it. One, they have tremendous platforms to make tremendous impact and influence, and so that's the type of news that we need to be seeing. Not not the not the foolishness that you know one uh, one knucklehead you know decides to make a few bad decisions and uh, people categorize a, an entire league. That, that's right. Well, and especially with, with Buffalo, man, when I think back to all those great teams and all the great players that have been up there and, and just the tradition, uh, it's neat. And so for you to be a, a part of that and, and to find this this spot and to, to be involved with all those guys is, is really neat to hear. Jeremy Kelly, our guest right now on Unpacking It, former wide receiver and, and now a, a Buffalo Bills alumni manager. And, and I, and I want to go back just a little bit because toward the end of your playing career you you had a decision to make okay am I going to stop and kind of you know give up the dream and at, at one point you were you were battling a, a tough disease that, that you had to overcome as well and and so you decided to retire and then uh even had another chance to to go back to play but then you took this job with the bills so take us into that uh journey that you <laughs> went through with that because I I find that that pretty fascinating you know like 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 the saying goes, you want to hear God laugh, tell him your plans, right? I mean, if you, if you, so yeah, you leave it up to me, man. I'm I'm living on a big house in San Diego right now, with palm trees, you know, after an NFL <laughs> career, and I'm good. But that ain't exactly how it went, right? But um, I'm I'm so thankful because of the opportunity that I have now to serve. I mean, I get to serve guys that I, I make a joke about it. I, I I take care of my childhood card collection. You know, I, <laughs> these guys that I grew up watching play, man. These I now call friends. I love it. You know, um, and, and I, it's, a, it's just a blessing. So as far as it, it came down to me coming into this opportunity, stepping into this role, man, it really was nothing but God, man. I, I was at a point in my career where I knew I wanted to – I knew I had to kind of move away from the game. I had a couple med- medical episodes that took place that cost me a couple contracts in, in Denver and with some other workout opportunities, but – uh, ended up winning an arena championship 2015. Fast forward, got picked up by Chicago Bears, back and forth, getting getting cut, getting brought back for workouts, et cetera, et cetera. Decided to go back up north to Canada. Well, I couldn't shake this medical situation that was going on with me. Still trying to work that out. But um, the long and short of it, decided to move back to Buffalo and, um, and give it one last shot. Mm. I really just prayed and believed for my body to be healed and to go back at it. And I'll be honest, man. I responded and God put his hand on me and I was able to actually get back in shape and to train at the level I needed to, despite the medical circumstances I was so much so that I received a call from the Buffalo Bills. I'm not sure if you're aware, but I'm actually from Buffalo. So I, I I had always had, I always held it against the Bills because I'd never been brought in for a workout. Well, finally they call, (laughs) but the funny part about the situation is just prior to this phone call coming to me, I had received a job offer from the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> the oh, receiver coach was oblivious to that. 
separately. So I got, I got a job offer in the same week and an offer to come and work out for the team. Um, <laughs> and so I said, Coach, you know, they, they, just, they just offered me a position that I interviewed for last week. He said, I did not know that. Long and short of it, he didn't even hesitate. He said, you're going to take that job. You'll work in this league a lot longer than you'll play. Wow. And so uh, I was so thankful, and this rush of peace came over me that I didn't need to lace up a pair of cleats again. Mm. You know, I, it's not every day a job is brought to you in the NFL that you didn't even apply for. I was I was called up just based off of a connection or somebody that I knew that seen the work that I was kind of doing in the transitional space and, and trying to break into that space of player engagement and uh, the work was recognized and here we are. And mm. so it's been a great, uh, I think about two years now. Um, it's, I don't work a day in my life. Again, I, I get to serve and take care of players and it's been really phenomenal, man. The organization is, is ascending and uh, again, to work right at home, you know, to have the resources and the network that I have here and the people that are in this city, it allows me to do my job at a higher level. Um, just based off of the organic connections that I already had. So oh. uh, it, I'm thankful, man. It really, I really am. Jeremy Kelly, our guest right now on Unpacking It. And, and I just I love that story because you were, you were praying to get healthy. You wanted another chance to play, and you, you had that, but you knew that that wasn't the direction to go because this other door opened up and you knew the right one to, to, to walk through, and you could do so mm-hmm. with peace and confidence and and I, I just I just love that because God did heal you and He said, Hey, the NFL here it is, but this is the better way. I've got something in store for you that you can do for a long time. <laughs> That's awesome, man. No doubt. That no that, doubt, man. It's just, it's funny how things work out, right? Um, but but He has His hand on you, and He just that's a reminder. That's a reminder. At that point in my life, I, He gave me a little reminder that hey, don't worry about this thing. I got you. That's right. And and to give up one dream to follow another, I, I always love that that perspective, and 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 all of us can relate to that to different points in our our lives. So uh, so love love hearing that from from Jeremy Kelly. And and final question and, and thought uh, for today: what, what has God been teaching you recently? What what's been something that you've been thinking about, studying, uh, struggling with, wrestling with? What what's something on your heart most recently? I think He's teaching me to be still mm. right now. Um, it's something that, uh, you know, it's been a very busy time of year. I'm, I've taken on a lot of uh, tasks um, or uh, taken advantage of opportunities that are brought to my attention, whether it be to serve on boards here and there. Um, uh, my own personal project, actually, that I, I have a book in the works right now that uh, I'm, ho- I'm hoping to scale to a little bit larger than just a book you know, as a, just a personal side thing, but, and it's not an autobiography type deal. I mean, again, yeah, everybody got a story. I think, I think, you know, mine is unique, but at the same time, I want to be able to help others uh, and do something through that. So it's kind of gauged to that, to that agenda. But I think he's teaching me to be still, because as you take on all these, these tasks and activities, you know, at the end of the day, we got to keep our eyes fixed on him. And and that's so easy to get away from, man. Mm. And I've certainly done that, right. Um, We all fall short, man. And I know that, at times, I could recognize my mind is racing, or I'm, I'm out and about, and I, man, when's the last time I picked up my word? Mm. And it's been a week, mm. or it's been two weeks. I'm like, golly, that come on, man! I got my phone in my hand every day, and I can't even look at a verse on this little app right here, or something, whatever it may be. So, yeah. um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be still in my mind. I try to carve out my, my mornings are very important to me. I've always been an early riser, and so I try to get reading in every single day. 
uh, during that morning time, and I think it sets the tone for the day. That's right. Uh, so that's something I've been challenged with, man. I'm sure others can relate. Uh, and if they got some tips for me, I certainly welcome it. You know, iron one man's iron sharpens another. So I'm I'm working on that. I'm working on myself, man. And it's uh it's a beautiful journey. That that's awesome. And uh, yeah, I, I know I can relate to that. Just recognizing during the day, you just get caught up, and you just need to pause for a moment. And say, all right, Lord, what what do I need to do next? What what do I need to do yeah. differently? Yeah. Even even for the rest of the day, for the next hour, what do I need to do differently? What do I need to be aware of? What do I, what are you what are you trying to to show me or tell me that I'm too distracted by everything else uh, to miss on? So. Uh, that's a that's a good yeah. good word to, to to think about today. It, so. it, it's as connected as we are now as a society and as humans, it's so easy to get disconnected. I just try to uh, I'm trying to reel that back in. Mm. I'm trying to trying to get back to that to that space. So we're we're connected yeah. to some of the wrong things. That's that's for sure. So dis disconnect yes. from from, yes. from some of the the, the technology and, and connect with the uh, the the Lord and and be able to to just hear and be still and and to know that. That he's got and he loves us and he's he's got something in store for us today uh, to to follow no him. So, uh, so Jeremy, man, no really appreciate you coming on to share your story, share your heart with us, and and love uh, what God has done and and will continue to do in you moving forward. And uh, good luck to the Bills this season and and your role as an alumni yeah, manager. Man. So uh, so keep enjoying it and uh, and stay in touch. It's a pleasure, my man. Thank you so much. All right, we appreciate it. There's Jeremy Kelly joining us here on Unpacking It. For more information about the show, our events, and other resources, visit unpackingit.com. That's U-N-P-A-C-K-I-N-I-T.com. We hope you are encouraged, inspired, and challenged by what you heard today. To support our show and Unpacking It Ministries with a financial gift, visit unpackingit.com slash donate. We look forward to unpacking sports, faith, and life with you again next week.